0: Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri.
1: Get ready, pal.
0: I'm Randy Tobler, along with Jennifer Bukowski, and for
2: Stephanie Bell. Producer Hannah, John Marsh, Brian Houseworth joining us in a minute. The gang's all here. Glad you're here, too. Thank you again for all the nice comments on our Facebook page, uh, as uh, the team has... Uh, graciously, graciously accepted uh, my presence here with you. And I thank you for adopting me into the family. Appreciate that. Um,
3: And I've been so impressed that we haven't even really gotten any any negative comments. You know, anytime you make a programming change, uh, we like to say in the business, you can't make everyone happy.
2: Not a lot of hate there. You know, I'm I'm very self-conscious about this whole deal. Oh, why? Well, because in the afternoons, it's me. And I have to give a shout out to producer Brian Hanson, who helped navigate me through all the, you know, the year and a half or two we did the afternoon show together. Um, But, you know, when you join a new team, when you this is this is like when someone has this brand new custom made Indian motorcycle. By the way, we're waiting to get in touch with Congressman Eric Burleson. And then they say, jump on, take the controls. You don't want to do that. And, and and so I don't like to jump on and be you know a part of a team that's already humming with all eight cylinders. Well, all now four cylinders humming like a beautiful top. And I don't want to I don't want to get in and put a a, a wrench in the gears. You oh. know? So I'm very careful about that. I'm serious.
3: You wouldn't have been picked if
2: they thought you were going to be a wrench. Very careful. I know, but I'm very very careful about that. And I want the audience to be pleased too. I'm not always going to make everyone happy, but I'll be respectful of your positions, even if. You're wrong, uh, but that, <laughs> but at any rate, hey, Brian Houseworth joins us. What's going on in the news here locally, Brian? I know you're covering some things today while yeah. we wait for Congressman Burleson.
0: Yeah, and I'm hoping that we can get the congressman on first of all. Councilor Bukowski, good to see you, and Randy and Hannah and John. John as well. Legislative session starts today in Jefferson City at high noon. And depending on which outlet you uh, you read. There'll be a variety of issues. I do think for our audience, state employee pay is going to be big. But there is one bill, and I know this isn't a high-profile issue, but I do think it's important. And I I actually am going to ask the congressman about it because it would affect his district. Oh, very little media coverage of this. There's a state legislator, and I'm hoping we can get him on tomorrow. His name is Don Mayhew. He's from Crocker. His bill would rename I seventy through Columbia, actually from St. Louis to Kansas City through Columbia. It would be renamed I forty four, and he's down on I forty four in Pulaski County. That would be renamed I seventy. I'm intrigued. Yes. Why? It's a, it's, well, find out tomorrow. There's no explanation <laughs> in the bill. It's literally... Where's a, a, he from? He's, he's from, probably
4: from down there. He's from I-44? I- 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 so he 44? just wants all the truckers to go through his part of Missouri, or well, what? I, Where know, would I, it be
0: renamed? Okay, very simple bill. <laughs> it would rename I-70 from St. Louis to Kansas City through Columbia. This We all call it I-70. Yeah. It, because it if, is if, I-70. It, it, it is. Eisenhower was yeah. president when they built it, but yes, uh, it would be renamed I-44. I forty four under the representative uh, Don uh, Don Mayhew's bill would basically be. From Joplin to St. Louis, so basically from from yeah. you know Oklahoma border all the way to St. Louis and the Illinois border, that would be I seventy instead of I forty four. Now I and,
2: and I don't know. Do you, the, do you hear something here? do you do, this? do you hear this? That's Nat King Cole rolling
0: over in his grave. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line, though, I do th- sixty six
2: became forty four.
0: I understand. That we, that we They're just it,
3: identifying as forty four instead of seventy. Oh. I do think it's
0: it, it is interesting, uh, and certainly we'll try to get him on Holy tomorrow. Cow. Probably,
1: he bill probably won't go anywhere, but worth talking about. Has he been hitting Is the Is he disp- going to rename State Highway 17 back over to 133 or something? <laughs> Has he been hitting the Has he been Yeah, he's, I don't know. He's
0: not been hitting dispensaries. I'm kidding you. I'm kidding you. And he's pretty, you. Well, pretty well respected. What's he uh, thinking about? Not anymore. Uh, he's okay, pretty maybe- well respected. and Actually, he and David Tyson Smith are working on a catalytic converter bill, too.
2: All right. All right. Well, that's a good segue into our conversation mm-hmm. with Congressman Eric Burleson. Congressman Burleson, welcome to the program. And what do you think about renaming 44, which runs through your district, I-70?
5: I don't like it. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that to, I, I have no idea why in the world there's got to be some logical reason. But even if there were a logical reason, <laughs> um, the cost of changing everything Right. In and of itself, is, yeah. is not worth it. Yeah. Well, Happy New
2: Year to you, and uh, welcome to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Hey, I, I have to ask you, the the, the Congress, uh, I think, reconvenes next week. Is that right? I know the Senate starts on Monday. Do you, too? Yeah,
5: we go on Tuesday.
2: Oh, Tuesday. Okay. What uh, what can be done in this election cycle, deeply divided, ideologically deeply divided country and Congress, even within the GOP caucus, a lot of deep divisions, is it going to be stalemate, and as an aside, is there anything wrong with that uh, <laughs> for yeah. those of us that like limited government, but what can be done in terms of borders, law and order, fiscal responsibility, foreign policy
5: yeah i think I love the question and and I really like what you alluded to because i'm I'm with you i I think if Congress met and didn't do anything, the American people would be safer so That being said, my attitude is the less we do, probably the better off we all are. And uh, while I would love to see some, some conservative things pass, um, the likelihood of of convincing Democrats in the Senate and Joe Biden to pass the things that that we would like to see done in Missouri are not going to happen unless we use leverage and we leverage the things that they want. So for example, that's so you're hearing the talk about if, if the Biden administration and Democrats want to fund Ukraine, we, we're, our attitude is we're not even going to talk about it unless we actually have measurable cuts on the border and, actually, and real significant cuts and policy changes on the border. And then, excuse me, then we can have a conversation about, about if we're going to fund Ukraine.
4: Yeah, so I was actually going to ask you about that. So we have Ukraine, we have Israel, and we have the border. And uh, some people are trying to make a deal for all three at once in a bill. Have you heard anything new about that? And do we necessarily have to have a vote on Israel and Ukraine at the same time? Because I feel like not everyone would vote the same if they were able to consider those two wars, funding those two wars separately.
5: Yeah, I I don't. I wouldn't want to have the vote um, myself. I I don't want to vote to fund Ukraine. I would. I would support funding Israel, especially if it's paid for, Um, because because the distinction is that Israel is an actual ally. The United States has been since its inception. Um, It is basically a Western democracy that exists in the Middle East, Um, and it's it's a it's a. I mean, what what benefits Israel benefits the United States and. I, I just think that uh, the world is, and we are, let's say, uh, without a strong Israel.
4: But will you so, have an opportunity to vote on that separately? It sounds like they're not going to allow a vote on the border or Israel without so, funding Ukraine. So what,
5: yeah. So what you could do if I if if you're the speaker and you and you broker some deal, what you could do is is say we're going to he that he was going to bring all three bills up for a vote and that would be the agreement and that way you're letting people vote their conscience and see where the chips fall um but i I think that that would be that would be what i would prefer to see congressman uh,
2: eric burleson joins us here on wake up mid missouri and uh and uh, it's so important the issues we're talking about this congressional session this political season is so important i know john you have a question for eric
1: yeah congressman uh, elaborate for folks out there especially moms and dads about uh, school choice and funding with the five two nine accounts and all that you want to uh, make it a little better for those folks who pay to send their kids to school
5: yeah i think school choice is probably the defining issue of our time uh, i think that I was a product of public schools, but they, even whenever I was in public schools in the eighties and nineties, as a, as a Christian, I felt um, persecuted um, even back then. And I can't imagine what, what students go through in today's time when you have woke, when you have some teachers that are woke and look, if if you're a student and you've got, you might have nine out of your, out of your 10 teachers that are, that are great. But if you have to endure an hour of some person talking about pronouns and all that other stuff, you know, it's a wasted hour in my opinion. Right? that's what it's really, our public schools have gone awry. The only answer I think is to give parents back uh, some modicum of choice. At the end of the day, that choice was taken away from us by the coercive power of the state. When they forced me to pay my property taxes and my personal property taxes and my sales taxes, and, and and my income taxes, and they all go into this huge behemoth that funds education. And I don't get a say, you know, other than to uh, try to get somebody elected on school board. You know how hard that is because mm-hmm. it, they put it specifically in a time of year that nobody goes to vote. Right. So it's all about taking away control from parents and and I think that it's time that we return control back to parents. So my bill is a, I think a, a, a modest proposal. It takes the 529. It expands, um, expands the amounts that people can invest in them. And then it also, um, it, it has a, so that's the carrot. The stick side is that, uh, states like Missouri that do not have school choice would not receive the benefits like a school who wants to issue a bond. Is not going to should not receive the benefits of tax exempt status for the 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 people that that purchase those bonds um, if they're not going to give school choice to their parents and their kids.
1: Congressman, we
0: appreciate joining us. The bill you're referring to, as you've alluded to, is called the Achieving Choice in Education Act. And Senator Mike Lee of Utah has the Senate version. You have the House version. You mentioned that when you were in school, um, the 80s and 90s, in a a way, Congressman, you you said you felt persecuted at that time. Can you can you elaborate?
5: Yeah, I can. Um, I'll never forget. (laughs) This was actually my my awakening to politics. I was in seventh grade, and we were doing a an art assignment in art class where we had to use pointillism, which is where you, I guess you you drop the pen, so you make you create a painting with points. And I decided, oh, I'll do I'll do a recreation of Leonardo da Vinci's Last Supper. And my art teacher, after I nearly completed it, came up to me and said, "You can't do that because it's a violation of church and state," hmm. and she wouldn't let me pre- submit that mm. for. For, to the class. Now she was absolutely wrong, yes. constitutionally uh-huh. and you know policy wise. But it didn't. But it just goes to show that even if even even if students right, there's still this posture against uh, Christianity. And the other thing that happened and is the is that shaming of I that,
4: said, the bullying kind of. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. not right either.
5: Yeah. The other thing that happened is that myself and some other students tried to create a Bible study, and we found that it was nearly impossible to. To create a, a you know a prayer group, Bible study, and get permission from the principal at the time, and, uh, and and get any teachers that would basically sponsor it. So, I just from my experience, that along with kind of the uh, philosophy that you would often get pushed down your down your throat within the classroom setting, it it, it, it made me. Um, it made it honestly for me i had a different effect i didn't believe what i was being told by the teachers i i had a push i pushed back because of because of my faith but
4: But not everyone's going to be like that yeah
5: yeah i don't think that every kid responds that way the way that i did
2: congressman burleson before we let you go i have a question about this cycle and the ability to get Conservatism back on track in this country, and that means a conservative in the White House uh, clear, decisive majorities in both houses of Congress, both chambers um, and This abortion issue is really really going to be I think a pivot point because it 's not going to be the core left or the core right that elects the next president for that matter in many jurisdictions, uh, you know the congressional districts and 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 states. Um, It'll be the center. It'll be the independents. And we saw what happened in Kansas. We saw what happened in Ohio. What do you think is sort of the threading the needle place for conservatives slash the RNC slash candidates <laughs> running for office? Where should they land on the abortion issue? And I guess the question is: is, is in this aspect, when we saw what happened in the midterms, which were disappointing, the 23 election, which was disappointing, um, is it could it be that the enemy of better is best when it comes to this issue? What, what are your thoughts on that politically?
5: Yeah, I, I think that we probably need to take a collective pause and let let people experience what it's like after Dobbs. And I think what people will realize is that the, that your life is not upended. No one's life is really complete is radically changed because the Dobbs decision. Um, if you, for, for the most part, states like Missouri, we had restrictive laws in place that made it very difficult for an abortion clinic to exist in Missouri prior to Dobbs. And now it's still the same. And so I think that we need to take a collective breath, have a, have a moment of reflection and talk about it in an educated and serious manner, as opposed to the yeah. emotional hyperbole that tends to follow the topic. Yeah.
2: That and, I think, immigration are going to be the real touch points and the and where the teeter-totters, you know, and that's going to see, we'll have to see where it lands. Thanks for being with us. Hope you'll join us from time to time here on Wake Up Missouri as this uh, very, very important election year and, of course, legislative year unfolds. Thanks very, very much, anytime. Eric Burleson. Anything,
5: anytime Jennifer asks. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Okay, take care. When we come back, let's see how the markets are doing with the Morning Bell. Stephanie's out in San Diego, but Jen's going to give you the market and business
0: update. Be right back. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri. News, analysis, and opinion. Free charge from Wake Up Mid Missouri.
2: Well, it's 8.28 and time for an update on markets and business news with the Morning Bell. Sitting in for Stephanie is Jeff- Jennifer Bukowski today. What's
4: yes, up? Yes, I'm uh, Bukowski with a, another lawyer with a B name. But How is your, uh, how's your to.
2: 401k looking today?
4: Well, it looks like Dow Jones Industrial Average futures are down, but only 0.41%. The S&P 500 is down 0.48%. NASDAQ futures down 0.65%. Stock 600, down 1%. Shanghai is up slightly. The U.S. 10-year average is uh 3.991%. Uh That's down 5.30 seconds. Gold is down 1.4%. And Bitcoin is down 6.4%. That thing really fluctuates quite a bit. Bitcoin does. We have some of that. So... Crude also, oil is up 1.17%, and the dollar index is up as well. So overall, it look, it's looking pretty steady. I no big uh, swings today. I
2: haven't dipped my toe into the... uh the steamy hot waters of Bitcoin. I just, it's too ethereal to me. I don't understand it. Are you getting
4: Ethereum then?
2: I can't put my my fingers around it. I can't put it in a safety deposit box. I don't know. Uh,
4: You can't do that with your bank balances or your stocks either.
2: Oh, I keep paper copies. You know I'm a hoarder. We're going to talk about hoarding. (laughs) And what is it about guys and hoarding tools and random boards and gals, they've got their hoarding too. We'll talk about that. When we come back here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri,
0: thanks for being here. Text the crew at 874-9390. Warning, everyone on the show can read your texts.
2: 836, Randy Tobler with you on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, along with Jennifer Bukowski in for Stephanie Bell resident attorney this morning
4: yes (laughs)
2: and she called me out on
4: not exercising your right to silence on downsizing you called me out on
2: downsizing after one of the segments so we're going to talk about that producer hannah's over there hello john i took john marsh i took a drubbing from both of them on my hoarding tendencies because after all john you know as a guy that one screw that's left over from the assembly kit on your kids erector set (laughs) You know that you're going to use that someday and you someday. Cannot, and your wife better not throw it away, right? You have better a
4: finite not. amount of space. Yes. You know my husband's the opposite. I got him a dumpster for Christmas to throw away junk we aren't using. Like here you go. And he was he loved it. You bought
2: him a subscription to CNN? <laughs>
1: oh. oh you oh you mean a physical <laughs> well, she dumpster. Be a dumpster. Rent, <laughs> you know,
4: rent a dumpster and then just get rid of the clutter because you know, if you really need it. If you really need something, some of the, a lot of this stuff doesn't cost much money and you can get it the next day on Amazon.com. Yeah. You know? uh, okay. okay. And so what are you going to have? Shelves in your pantry or cabinets full with stuff we never use. So I tend to agree with him, especially after cleaning out my grandmother's house in Pennsylvania that she'd lived in over 50 years. And it was just eye opening. And ever since then, I've been like, okay, you cannot be a hoarder or a pack rat of stuff. <laughs> Anymore, you know, and if you haven't worn something in years, you're not going to wear it again. Like, why waste the closet space and you're shoving the clothes Sorry. around into small space that okay. you're looking to actually wear? Yeah, my, the, the my counselor husband,
2: for the plaintiff has made her first argument. Now, the <laughs> other, the associate counselor for the plaintiff against hoarding,
3: Hannah, your argument? Uh, I don't know if it's so much of an argument as a statement. Uh, I can. A uh, attest to the fact that dudes like to hold on to random things. <laughs> um, my husband, in the time that we've been together, has lost almost 120 pounds. Yeah, good for him. Um, and awesome. he's still very slowly getting rid of his clothes uh, <laughs> that he used to wear. And that has been a struggle. It's been like pulling teeth to get him to get rid of these clothes that are obviously way too big for him. Um, but, well, but then he also has his
4: junior high or middle school Yes. jazz choir t-shirts okay okay and when Talk is he gonna it. get wait into minute, those again let's okay. be real
2: john john do you want to approach the bench and make an argument in defense of hoarding random guy things that you know you're going to use someday
4: Jazz.
1: well oh, i don't know if you're going to use them or not it's just a guy thing i think it's a uh, it's a innate challenge especially the more space you have yeah. the more rapidly you're going to fill it up with yep. junk
2: now i well, remember i'm going to tell you a story about uh, shortly after my son and my my son-in-law and daughter were married they were at the farm in macon area where they got married
4: this is gonna and be one time something they were to there <laughs> and they, it, was, it wasn't
2: six months earlier that i had taken a drubbing from all the youngsters about oh you you hard you've got all this stuff piled up and shelving and you can't and I said and you know what they needed they needed battery cables for their relatively new car because their battery ran down
3: like jumper cables
2: I had jumper cables and I had an old set of jumper cables. Because they had, to, there was a couple stops they need to make on the way home, so they needed to jump a car. I had jumper cables that I was able to bequeath to them, because yeah. I had an extra pair of jumper cables. I actually have three or four sets oh of jumper cables. Oh, my gosh. So you get so rid
4: of all is, three extras, but the and point then is, $9.99 at Walmart see, also had jumper cables. I was <laughs>
2: benevolent in my gift of excess <laughs> jumper cables, so there you go. Oh,
4: my and gosh. That of does the doesn't a trip to Walmart. four and, pairs of old <laughs> jumper cables. And, and part of the problem,
0: too, there is and there is a smaller Walmart in Macon, not a... It's not yeah. a super store but yeah. or a super uh, center. Right. But um, if you break down the part of the issue up there, Jen, is that in, and you know this, is in North Missouri, there's some spots where there's no gas stations and yeah. stuff. So, so Brian's
3: am, also a hoarder. Well, He's I just, I understand.
0: Jumper capers are important.
4: I'm a prepper too. Like I have an emergency car kit. Yeah. We have all the prep right. supplies. Good. But yeah. that doesn't mean you keep just old, like duplicates of, Cables. Now,
2: there's another thing that guys need. Four duplicates pairs of. of them. Those are the when you go through the store, whatever store that has the bin with the red, blue, and yellow sign of cheap tools. Everyone has to have several drills, drill bit sets <laughs> because inevitably the one that you need has been broken on the last project. But if you're able to find the extra one that you have,
3: it's there. And what is it with dudes? Hanging on to underwear that is full of holes. Oh, oh too much to information. To excuse puppies. me. Excuse me.
2: Have you never polished a shoe?
4: Hey, just throw them out. You know, he'll never know. Just oh, those true. don't make it back from the laundry. Are those they, uh, go in the trash can and buy a new pack. Oh packs. no. No, that's ask
2: true. my wife. A,
3: my sons will yeah. wear stained shirts we went over the, and over unless I get rid of the shirt. Oh, I did get busted recently. Um I was trying to sell some clothes at one of those like secondhand stores uh, where you drop off your clothes. Hopefully not the holy underwear. No, no, not those. Um, And you know, they kind of dig through it. They keep what they want to keep and then they give you back the rest, right? And they'll give you cash for what they take. And I did a quick skim through his closet because he wasn't home when I was putting it together uh, to see if there were any shirts that he didn't wear or maybe didn't fit. And I threw one or two in the bag and thought I was going to get away with it because he'd never notice, like Jen was just saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they didn't buy them, and they were left in the bag, and he was with me when I picked it up. <laughs> and he happened to peek in the bag and go, wait, did you try to sell one of my shirts?
5: Like,
3: yeah, I did. Well, he, he was His feelings were hurt, but he he's never th- worn this shirt ever.
2: We talked about, earlier in the program, we talked about, I like to wear a tie. I just feel, I don't know why, I just feel things are just more professional, I just feel more on my game when I wear a tie. Oh, now I'll wear it a free? sweater with a Okay, once in a while, I'll break break rank and do it. I am now wearing ties. Paisley ties were back last year. I have Paisley ties from the 70s oh and 80s. Oh, my 90s. God. Wow. And I love my Paisley ties. I uh, Look at this Jennifer. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God.
4: John, do you, do you 50 keep all ties? years ago, you have ties from For, 50 years ago.
2: 40. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's double the amount of time I've been alive. <laughs>
2: There's wisdom. There's wisdom in chronology, and probably, learn,
3: and probably stains.
2: As time <laughs> as time goes on, young Hannah, you will learn the wisdom. And I
1: think the only old made. ties I have would be like novelty <laughs> ties, like these <laughs> goofy Christmas yeah, ties. Yeah, well, right. these ties one are one small. A, looks like a fish. Yeah, I've got
2: a of lot of those. My, you know, uh, when the kids were young, they made tie. My wife had them take the, the squirt, the colored glue mm-hmm. that you do, and they made ties for me. I wear those from time to time on special occasions.
3: And earlier, were we were talking about how dudes hang on. Onto, you know, random screws, oh, or yeah, yeah. I was talking about you know the random board in the garage that you can't board. get rid of. Singular, yeah, I wish yeah. that you can't get rid of because it's a good piece of wood, well, right? Yeah. And you might need it for something someday.
2: Well, and let's not forget if you have a plastic bin, a garden bin, or something, that axle needs to be saved because you never know when you're going to need a real firm piece of steel to somehow use in some maybe to to yeah. move the charcoal around in the grill right yeah it i could mean be. there's always a use for the extra parts
4: but I what can, i was I, say- I can't imagine what your house <laughs> and your farm look like right now <laughs> what i was <laughs> saying though packed with stuff.
3: is it never fails you know if i'm cleaning the house and i see this random screw that's been on the counter for the last 6 months and I go. He's never going to need this. <laughs> we oh, need yeah. just a, j- a collection jar for those
4: puppies. Yeah, and, and I like thin the screw jar, and <laughs> yeah. I get
3: rid of it. Then a week later, he's yeah. going, "Hey, where's that screw? I need it for X, Y, Z projects." <laughs> never yep. fails.
2: Shall we talk about the fact in our in our new old home? It's a it's a it's an older home that here in Columbia area. Uh, my closet is a fourth the size of my wife's closet. Wow. Why? Let's just say my wife likes to hang on to her clothes wow. and i don't understand she looks good in all these clothes we buy a beautiful thing off wherever where we're shopping and i never see it again because women don't like to wear the same thing twice at least not in proximity time wise what's that all about
4: it depends oh it an now, occasion dress? now
2: we're going to defend uh, hoarding the clothes how big is your closet ho- jennifer
4: no. Oh, not big enough, Randy. Okay, there we go. Point made. <laughs>
3: My husband has more clothes. No than such do. thing as a too big a clothes closet. Let and me tell you.
0: And it is worth mentioning that Goodwill is a really good, a yeah. good place to donate because the you know what what you don't may send him work. there. He'll buy a bunch <laughs> of stuff that he might need later. <laughs> so we drop stuff with Love and at Goodwill, Goodwill's and so we drop stuff all, all Salvate, the time there. Salvation Army also yeah. because people can, people can really find some right. good values. And there. when it comes
2: to jumper cables. Matt Nichols, of course, the president of the CPOA, Has multiple sets of jumpers because you never know when you're going to need to extend them together for longer reach. There you well, go.
0: Well, that's a good a good Ooh, point, Oh, I Matt, didn't even think of that. You, know.
3: you can do that. I didn't yeah. know you could do that. Brandon and
2: I, your, hug, I your hubby sense. and I, must have been separated at birth. We need to have a bro time talking about it. It, when you take that four <laughs> by eight board. We need to get board, you a
4: rented dumpster. When you take that, <laughs> when you have
2: that when you have that four by eight board that you have to buy because you have to buy four by eight boards, but you only need to rebuild one shelf and the multiple shelves holding all of your tools and all your multiple drills and drill sets. What do you do with the rest of the board? You said it. You'll need it at some point.
0: Yeah, and I want firewood. I want to. I want to make one <laughs> other quick point here that we didn't. We kind of got cut off with Eric Burleson, but it, it literally, I I did read the bill correctly about I seventy and forty four. It would change the names just as I said. But that doesn't make
4: sense because it continues. Seventy it, it, continues in Kansas correct, through Colorado. Correct. So
0: it would and forty four goes,
4: goes ch- way south. So that makes no sense.
0: Would, you know this and there's nothing in this bill yeah. that I read. There's nothing. Well, I think it says other states would have to to do this, but we'll we'll try to talk Actually, to you tomorrow. You
2: know, I'm
4: going to encourage. Can they even do that? It's, a, it's an. I'm going to encourage
2: I, all of the congressmen and women to focus on those kind of meaningless, stupid, puppy trick bills, so that they don't mess with our lives. How's yeah, that for a libertarian moment? Which,
4: which shade should be our official shade of pink for the yeah, state of Missouri? Great.
2: Waste but, your time on that instead of raising our taxes and and starting another program that we have to pay for. Ad, ad nauseum.
0: But there is bipartisan opposition to what he's yeah. doing. I've seen some Democrats that don't <laughs> like it, but Burleson clearly didn't like it either, but it, it is interesting. Uh, Jen, you're doing a good job. We always right, well, enjoy When we come doing. back, Bye.
2: leftovers, and I have the dumpster clip. We ought to win. Uh, the dumpster clip of the day when we come back here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Don't go anywhere. <laughs>
0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. The news can be heavy. So can a boulder. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri.
2: What are you trying to do? Give me a seizure with that music? What is this music? What is that?
3: Frankenstein, Come on.
2: Wow, that's interesting stuff. Holy cow.
3: Even the youngin for, understands.
2: It's time for Leftovers.
3: Jennifer Bukowski's here. John Marsh
2: is there. Producer Hannah there. And I'm Randy Tobler. Now, look, once in a while, we have to call the left out in their lunacy. And in, in the wake of Claudine Gay, she's the Harvard president's resignation. And, you know, the first thing that, that sort of loaded the gun... Was her testimony where she just couldn't bring herself to tell mm-hmm. Elise Stefanik that, you know, <laughs> telling telling, uh, you know, people, students at Harvard uh, that that, you know, genocide against a whole race of individuals is probably outside the the guidelines. She, well, it depends on the context and whatever. She just couldn't bring herself to do it. Uh, whereas she was perfectly fine when conservative speakers are just run out and sometimes assaulted at uh, places like Harvard and other institutions. But then it was the plagiarism, where she had a minimal output, right, Jennifer? Minimal output as an academician. Right. And they caught her in several instances of unsighted plagiarism. I mean, it's fine if you repeat what someone says or you paraphrase it and you give them credit. It's not fine if you don't. And so here is what a CNN commentator how he tried to defend this and i have never heard anything and john is a journalist you i mean i you, you have to have your eyes rolling um, here it goes
4: so the answer is yes this is this is her testimony of first of all violates harvard code of conduct correct it depends on the context it does not depend on the context the answer is yes and this is why you should resign
2: okay so she resigned and then this is the commentator trying to talk about her plagiarism.
3: We should note that um, Claudine Gay has not been accused of stealing anyone's ideas in any of her writings. Uh, she's been accused of sort of a, more like a copying uh, other people's writings without attribution. So it's been more <laughs> sloppy attribution than stealing anyone's ideas. Now,
2: John, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't take any journalism classes, but what's the difference <laughs> what's the difference between plagiarism and what this di- guy describes as borrowing ideas and not citing them? Can you tell me?
1: Yeah, that's the definition of plagiarism, <laughs> taking somebody else's work and passing it off as your own. It's just, it's just absolutely crazy.
2: Um, now, there's another one, clip five, Hannah. This is another clip that um, another craziness irrationality do they think we're stupid comment from the left this is kjp talking about bidenomics and trying to defend it up well, okay we're working on it we'll get that up but but basically the, uh, this this repeated i you you just can't understand where these people are coming from when they we clearly understand the impact of the inflationary compounding inflation so it goes up 10% one year, and then you pile on top of that already inflated price another 5%. This is like compound interest in reverse. Here's that clip.
3: And so we're hoping what we want to do is continue to focus on bionomics and continue on lowering uh, costs and prices for the American people. Look, the president, after coming out of the State of the Union, he talked about, uh, he talked about finishing up the job, right? And so Okay,
2: did you hear lowering the costs for the American people? What has actually happened, ladies and gentlemen, is they have lowered the rate of the increase in cost. We have not seen... The only place we've seen prices come down after they were high, and they're still higher than they were when he took office, is in gas. But that doesn't mean that we've had a lowering of the cost. The costs are higher than when Biden took office. Jennifer, do they think we're stupid?
4: Yes, they I mean, do. <laughs> I, I i mean claudine gay had only 11 published articles now i guess with her continued nine hundred thousand dollar a year salary she can maybe publish a couple more but in those articles 40 instances of plagiarism were found how is that not discovered before you know they gave her the position did no one bother to read her articles were they too boring or uninteresting to read the first time
2: yeah yeah (laughs) now now again Helene and i my wife and i were having conversation and you know i I'd appreciate everyone's input 5738749390. What what are we going to do going forward to try to I mean with AI getting involved in everyone's life are all tests going to we talked about a little bit earlier. If you're a teacher out there, if you're a professor, are Is it going to be incumbent on you to essentially make all tests in person, handwritten tests, do it in real time? Because how else, how can you police AI plagiarism?
4: You can't. Like they, the products that they're trying to claim can detect that are not valid you know, know because these are original articles and so you can't run them through the same checkers where they can scan all existing texts and see if you actually copied off the wikipedia pages or what have you yeah. so that's a real problem and they did, even did a south park where they were making fun of people claiming they could detect the ai
2: yeah i i just i think it's a monumental problem in the education place and we'll have to see where it goes Tomorrow, John and Brian and I will be down at uh, the Capitol Plaza Hotel in Jefferson City for the Governor's Prayer Breakfast broadcast edition of Wake Up Mid Missouri. It's been great being with you. Thanks for being with us. The great Gary Nolan coming up. Stay tuned. It's got to be like you